Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Wednesday, January 3rd. Today we're looking at what to expect in the world of science this year and delving into the science behind Japan's deadly earthquakes. Plus, we're discussing the potential revolution in science with the AI quantum computing mashup. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Science Station. Please enjoy today's selection of science news. Today, we're looking ahead to the future, specifically to the year 2024 and the big science events that we should be keeping an eye on. Charlotte, can you give us a rundown of what we can expect? Absolutely, Diego. There's a lot to look forward to in the world of science. For starters, we're expecting significant advancements in our understanding of the neutrino's mass. The neutrino is one of the most elusive particles in the universe, and its mass has been a subject of debate for decades. Discovering its true mass could revolutionize our understanding of the universe. That sounds fascinating. What else is on the horizon? Well, we're also anticipating breakthroughs in our understanding of the neural basis of consciousness. This is a complex and challenging field, but the potential insights could have profound implications for neuroscience, psychology, and even philosophy. And let's not forget the climate lawsuits at The Hague. These legal battles could set important precedents for holding corporations and governments accountable for their roles in climate change. It seems like 2024 will be a pivotal year for science. Thanks for giving us a glimpse into what's to come, Charlotte. On a more somber note, a series of powerful earthquakes recently struck the west coast of Japan, causing significant damage and loss of life. The strongest quake, a magnitude 7.6, was the most powerful to hit the area in over a century. Charlotte, can you provide some insight into these events and their causes? Absolutely, Diego. Japan is one of the most earthquake-prone countries in the world due to its location atop four converging tectonic plates. The majority of major earthquakes in Japan are caused by the Pacific Plate off the east coast sliding beneath the North American Plate. However, the earthquakes in Ishikawa are triggered by faults within the plate itself, which are put under pressure when the tectonic plates push against each other. And what about the aftershocks? Why have there been so many following the main earthquake? The main earthquake likely originated from a fault that stretches for 150 kilometers beneath the Noto Peninsula. This giant fracture, known as a reverse fault, probably triggered multiple fault ruptures inside the plate, leading to the aftershocks. Studies have also shown that fluids deep inside Earth's crust could drive earthquakes in Ishikawa. As these fluids rise through the crust, they can weaken the fault zone and cause it to slip, leading to a series of aftershocks. What has been the response in Japan to these earthquakes and the subsequent aftershocks? Since the 2011 Tohoku event, Japan has improved its earthquake early warning systems. Shortly after the magnitude 7.6 earthquake hit Ishikawa, the Japan Meteorological Agency issued a major tsunami warning and called on residents to evacuate to higher ground. However, the aftershocks have made rescue efforts difficult and pose a risk to already weakened structures. The frequency of aftershocks is expected to decrease in the coming days, but more are likely to hit the region. A sobering reminder of the power of nature. Thanks for your insights, Charlotte. Shifting gears to the tech world, quantum machine learning, a fusion of machine learning and quantum computers is gaining attention. It's a bit like the Avengers of futuristic computing, bringing together two of the most exciting areas in technology. But what does this really mean? And what could it mean for the future of computing? Charlotte, can you shed some light on this? Absolutely, Diego. 
Quantum computers, if built at large scales, could solve certain problems much more efficiently than traditional digital electronics. This is due to their ability to harness the unique properties of the subatomic world. Now, researchers are exploring whether these problems might include machine learning, a form of artificial intelligence where computers spot patterns in data to make inferences in unfamiliar situations. So, we're seeing a convergence of these two technologies. But what's the current state of play? Are there any practical applications yet? There's a lot of interest, but practical applications are still a bit elusive. Many technology companies, including Google, IBM, and startups like Regetti and IonQ, are investigating the potential of quantum machine learning. Even CERN, the European Particle Physics Laboratory, is experimenting with it. However, the big unanswered question is whether there are scenarios where quantum machine learning offers an advantage over the classical variety. Theory shows that for specialized computing tasks, quantum computers will speed up calculations that could otherwise take an incredibly long time. But evidence is still lacking for machine learning. So, it's a promising field, but we're still in the early stages. What are the challenges that researchers are facing? There are several challenges. For one, classical data and quantum computation don't always mix well. A typical quantum computing application has three main steps, initialization, quantum operations, and readout. The first and third steps can be extremely slow and negate the gains made in the second step. Furthermore, classical data doesn't necessarily need quantum effects. However, some researchers believe that a quantum AI system powered by machine learning could recognize patterns in data that classical counterparts would miss. That's fascinating. So, there's potential for quantum machine learning to spot patterns that classical computers miss. What's next for this field? Some researchers are shifting their focus to applying quantum machine learning algorithms to phenomena that are inherently quantum. This could offer big advantages over systems that collect quantum measurements as classical data points. For example, a quantum machine learning system could be much more powerful if it's dealing with inherently quantum mechanical data. But it's still early days, and much of this will be decided by experimentation rather than mathematical proofs of superiority. It sounds like we're on the cusp of some potentially game-changing advancements. Speaking of advancements, quantum machine learning, a fusion of machine learning and quantum computing, is gaining attention in the tech world. It's like the Avengers of futuristic computing, bringing together two powerful forces. But like any good superhero team, it needs a good plot. Charlotte, can you shed some light on this emerging field? Absolutely, Diego. Quantum computers, if built at large scales, promise to solve certain problems much more efficiently than traditional digital electronics. This is due to their ability to harness the unique properties of the subatomic world. Now, researchers are wondering if these problems might include machine learning, a form of artificial intelligence where computers spot patterns in data and learn rules to make inferences in unfamiliar situations. So who's leading the charge in this field? Well, many technology companies, including Google, IBM, and startups like Regetti and IonQ, are investigating the potential of quantum machine learning. There's also strong interest from academic scientists. For example, CERN, the European Particle Physics Laboratory, already uses machine learning to look for signs of certain subatomic particles in the data generated by the Large Hadron Collider. They're experimenting with quantum machine learning to potentially speed up or improve classical machine learning models. Interesting. But are there any specific advantages of using quantum machine learning over the classical variety? That's the big question, Diego. Theoretically, quantum computers could speed up calculations that would otherwise take longer than the age of the universe. But there's still not enough evidence to suggest that this is the case for machine learning. 
some researchers believe that quantum machine learning could spot patterns that classical computers miss, even if it isn't faster. However, others are skeptical about the short-term applications of quantum machine learning. So it seems like there's a lot of potential, but also a lot of uncertainty. What's the current focus in this field? Some researchers are shifting their focus to applying quantum machine learning algorithms to phenomena that are inherently quantum. This is one area where there's been a clear quantum advantage. Over the past 20 years, quantum computing researchers have developed a plethora of quantum algorithms that could, in theory, make machine learning more efficient. However, in some cases, the promise of quantum algorithms hasn't panned out. There are also challenges with mixing classical data and quantum computation. It sounds like a complex field with a lot of moving parts. What's the future looking like for quantum machine learning? The future of quantum machine learning is still uncertain, Diego. Some researchers believe that quantum machine learning could learn to recognize patterns in data that classical counterparts would miss. Others suggest sidestepping the hurdle of translating classical data altogether by using quantum machine learning algorithms on data that are already quantum. There are also ideas around using quantum sensing to handle data produced by future particle colliders. However, whether quantum computers will offer advantages to machine learning will ultimately be decided by experimentation. It's certainly a field to watch. Thanks for your insights, Charlotte. And with that, we conclude our stories for today on Current Radio. Looking forward to sharing more updates with you tomorrow.